Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the DoubleClutch.ca podcast. I'm your host, Nick, managing editor of DoubleClutch.ca magazine, and I'm joined in studio by Nathan and Imran, and our gracious founder, Addy, has decided to grace us with his presence today. Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing, boys? Bonjour. Doing well. Yeah, feeling good. Uh, Nick, you had something you wanted to say to Addy. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. Want to say? Probably not. But. I don't particularly enjoy admitting when you're right, but you weren't entirely full of shit with regards to the S-Class. Ah, I actually saw that you turned up in one today and was yeah. uh, going to see what you thought of it. Yeah. So we uh, we ha- we have the, the 2024 S580E, so that's the, the plug-in hybrid this week. Um, Can we pause for a second? Everyone calls it PK. Why don't we call it FEV? I don't know. It's so much easier. Like you're right. Fev. I mean, you could, uh, you're right. It should either be Fev or yeah. Phev, not Phev. Yeah, Phev. Uh, it's because oh, some right. people still yeah. say Hev or Hev for hybrid electric vehicle, yeah. which I don't like. I just like using the term hybrid. <laughs> hybrid, yeah, hybrid, and then Fev. But EVs, I say EVs. Yeah, I know it's one of those Ev. weird things. I don't say yeah. electric vehicle. I yeah, say, I say EV. oh, I, was, well, like, I see EV that EV. EV kind of rolls off the tongue. Yeah, P- Fev, Fev doesn't. Fev no. doesn't. Yeah, it does. Fev. Really? It's one syllable. Fev. 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 Say with anyway, a, say okay. with a list. Okay, let's okay. get back to it. <laughs> Jesus. So, so Nick, you're okay. You, you're driving this S five eighty E. So, so, uh, so it's a plug in hybrid, um, and God damn, Mercedes still knows how to build a flagship. I almost thought they forgot, given that given our experiences with the EQS and the EQS SUV, but, you know, I think they haven't entirely forgotten how think, to do it. I think we said this before when, when we had the EQS. I don't consider the EQS to be a flagship yet. I think it's, it's a product that they, well, do they market it as a, as a, as a flagship? That's oh, a good question because I, I don't know. I don't I, think they do. I think it's still S-Class and GLS as flagships, yeah. but not necessarily, which is also kind of interesting because the G-Wagon costs more money than the GLS, but the GLS still comes in like the 580 and 600 Maybach trims. I think yeah. there's a 680 too. But regardless, I, I think the S and GLS are still marketed as flagships, whereas an EQ, the EQS is still a full-size luxury electric vehicle, but not necessarily. I haven't personally seen the term flagship, but I don't pay very much I, attention to that. I, I don't, like, there's an S in it. Or, like, the, flag, right. the flagship yeah. is the EQ but, Okay, but Imran, there's S thing. and CLS, too. <laughs> yeah, there's an Okay. You know, there's, yeah. there's, they use S in many yeah, other places. SLC. <laughs> That's fair. S- we, we should probably look that up in terms of the marketing because I think SLK had an S in it. Are you not getting targeted ads from Mercedes on your Instagram for the S five eighty GLS? No, I hope not. Well, Nathan, why are you not looking our way? Me and Nick, we might be getting targeted ads for. Yeah, but I agree. With you. I, I bet you do. I, I, <laughs> I think the S class is still more of a flagship than the EQS. I think yeah. it feels every bit of a flagship it should be. One thousand percent. There's there, even even with like. Even as you filter down through the rest of Mercedes lineup, there's a certain, I really don't want to say cheapness, but, you know, fit and finish in like the C and, and the E-Class just isn't what it used to be. Yeah, there's so, creaks in the in the veneer, with a quote unquote veneer that's actually just piano black plastic. Yeah. And, yeah, but, I agree. But, but. The S still feels you still, special. Yeah, you still yeah. have that solidity. You still have that special bank vault-like feel in a modern S-Class. Yeah. It's yep. just relaxing. Yeah. Like, so, like, I had, like, the S580 non-PM, yeah. the, the big V8 motor. And, like, this 
PHEVs tend to feel like kind of a compliance thing, a compromise. Like, well, we had to do this for emissions or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or This is the economy one. This does not feel like you're losing anything. No. Yes, you are losing, I think, some outright performance. I don't actually yep. know. Correct me if I'm wrong. But it doesn't feel like it at all. I think the 580E, the PHEV that we have, the FEV that we have here, is <laughs> based on, it uses the, the drivetrain, yeah. the straight six that's yep. from the S500. Right. But there's still the S500 entry level yeah. car, right? And this takes that and hooks up electric stuff and yeah. battery and batteries to that. Yeah. And that's what kind of creates this plug-in hybrid experience. Whereas the 580 is still the big boosted yeah, the V8 big with yeah. a mild hybrid, yeah. which doesn't do all that much for efficiency, but creates yeah. the utmost of smoothness yeah. and that serene nature that you expect yeah. from and, the S class. And this still does that. And like I love totally. the Mercedes straight six. Have like, you guys yeah. done long so haul highway in in this one, Nick? Well, well, my commute is basically all highway to the office. Um, but are you especially on a day like like today? It's first of all very toasty in there, uh, which I fucking love. <laughs> once once you've experienced heated armrests, you can yeah. and oh, man, not go back. Yeah. Jesus, and it's impervious to weather. Yeah, it just doesn't it absolutely is. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 it it just isolates you from everything on yeah. the highway. It has that. It has that. Like it has that bank fault feel to yep. it. Like, uh, what year was that S five hundred that uh, we all drove? Ninety nine yeah. that we were playing with. Yeah, yeah. that ninety nine. Yeah, it just has like when I started driving it, like within Double the first five glass, minutes, yeah, everything, like, and yeah. just the way it it it. And I mean this yeah. in the best way possible, like wallows over the road and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. still wafts. Yeah, yeah waft. Yeah. There's a word. Like yeah. every, every input is just like smoothed out. Yeah. Everything yep. is just like polished off. Right and like now. it just it's, feels quintessential S class. Like mm -hmm. we we've had a couple of the seven series, and those are fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but like the S class just feels like an S class. It yeah. It's, different and yeah. i'll still argue that i know that i'm outvoted in this group which is a group of bmw fanboys but <laughs> i i like the s better than the current seven it's the new not, one okay before i thought you were just dead ass wrong <laughs> i still prefer the seven but i don't think you're dead ass wrong the s is really good well like, that's, yeah. that's exactly the thing i don't like to admit when Addy's one Addy's right but he's and I think he's it comes down right. to a styling thing for me as well. Oh, I know it's so subjective, but when it comes to a large luxury flagship, the outgoing 7 was super handsome and in like various configurations and specs, yeah. you could get it to look either super sporty or super classy with a touch of sporty or like mm -hmm. elegant to a point where guys our age were all in our early mid-30s to be able to drive a 7 without looking like you're just straight driving your dad's car. Um, <laughs> and in terms of like, let's say I, I would do a short wheelbase preview generation seven with the m sport package and uh and it looks dope and it would look great yeah. right? get some nice yeah. m, m sport wheels and yeah. just look fantastic i think every spec like like every spec of s class it's kind of hard to drive without looking for looking like we're driving our dad's cars mm -hmm. um and it's especially true for me because my dad literally owns an s <laughs> i look like I'm, I'm literally i am driving my dad's car when i'm literally um but it's one of those things that the new seven just goes to that next level of yeah. kind of trying too hard to be more aesthetic in a certain way. And I think it's not as universally appreciated. It's not toned down enough to be objectively handsome or elegant. Yeah. It's I either know. love it or hate it, so, you yeah. know? I don't think that's a mistake. They're going for striking. For They're sure. going for imposing. But whereas the S-Class yeah. is kind of like, I've made it, I got money, 
I don't need exactly to tell anyone. Like, yep. I don't need yeah. to show anyone. Oh, no, no. Come on, sir. The, the no. S-Class presence, man. I see so many of the new 223 S-Classes, and like, oh, I see I, them everywhere, and they all look like they have presence. Yeah, but I think it's presence like because we know what it is. I think if you want to be subtle today, you buy a Genesis G90, an LS, a... I think the G90 looks flashier. A, even an A8. Yeah. Even like A8 for sure. Because like 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 an A8 anymore. From 100 feet away, an A8 looks like an A4. Yeah. So. Yeah. And from, yeah, and I would I would argue that the S has more presence. Like, yes, the S, you look at it, it has the same styling cues as a C or an E yeah. or whatever, but the sheer size of an, even a short wheelbase S, it still looks to me like it has more presence than any of those. And it... It, it does still look. It's impressive. It looks. Exactly so that's the thing. I think. Impressive. I think it yeah. look. I think it looks great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just think like. I guess the best way to describe it's like. I think the it's a guy old. in a suit. You know, like it's yeah. just. It's like. In the seven, you can hop in in jogging pants and it's fine. You're right. Yeah. Like right. in yeah. and and it, I don't even mean that in a bad way. And in the S class, it just feels like. You're right. It's My a weekend night out attire on the is sweatpants, and I I feel a little <laughs> out of place when right? I'm driving the yeah. S. Yeah. There's just like there's a level of class yeah. to it that's not trying too I will, hard. I will mm. say there are some after having this car for a while, and it's a 23 with maybe 15,000 kilometers and, on it now. And, and and this is your dad's, not the, the no no no. This is not this the is the, no no. This is the one we own, and it's had a couple of issues. One, the power door handles, which I knew would be a problem when I saw. I want to say like. F type and like 2014 yeah. started with the opening uh, door handles in our climate they don't do well uh, this car has been in the shop for that under warranty one of the door handles got stuck open and the whole assembly had to be replaced and when you replace the whole assembly Ooh. it also has to be like the the handle has to be repainted it's a whole thing it was Jeez. warranty but it's a pain in the ass um, and most recently like the rear left heated armrest has fucked off oh. and it needs to go back in for that but i noticed on a particularly cold day rear passenger was saying ah what do you mean heated armrest this one doesn't oh it doesn't work and the right uh. one was on it's just it's one of those things that like it's not um it, it's it's not devoid of its its issues and it's one of those things that when you ram this many electronic Mm-hmm. nannies and things and gizmos into a car that it is things are going to go wrong and it, it unfortunately i don't even want to know what it's going to be like like we're going to get rid of this car well like within warranty but like you know have it a few years and dump it but it, if you're the sixth owner that buys this car for 10 grand in <laughs> 15 years then oof, can't even imagine when modules start to fail mm-hmm. but is this not yeah. like a tale as old as time kind of thing yes. when it comes to these like luxury yeah. yeah. luxo yeah, something's never like, changed. There's a reason Quattroportes can be had for under 10k yeah. now. Right. Mm, what a deal. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, like, yeah. 580, very good. 580 so, e, very good. Yeah. So, it's, so like when I took took the, I spent some time with the regular 580 with the with the twin turbo V8, uh, lovely powertrain, ticks all the boxes of as any mm-hmm. V8 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 powertrain would. But I almost, but I I kind of almost prefer the plug-in hybrid. Really? Yeah. And, and like I, I love my eight cylinders, but this PHEV powertrain um, makes so much sense. It does. It's just like yeah, it, it does. That, that, it, like we had in the Spectre, right? just that instant quiet, yeah, effortless it, power. It suits and then you it. still have the fill in from that like creamy, smooth, delicious. Oh, jeez, yeah, it's a, such a good motor. Yeah, it's 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 putting out good good power too. Um, I'm not sh- I'm not I'm not That's so, right. Yeah, you had that up, and that I'm not so sure about the range. Like officially, it's rated at ninety. It's up to ninety kilometers. Mm-hmm. That's according that's, to like that's great. EPA or Natural Resources Canada, it's whatever. It's an enormous car. There's um, space to put a battery. Yeah. We did, we did just charge it up. Uh, and Emron, when when you and I took it out just now, uh, I think it was just showing like 
70 kilometers. So yeah. it's kind of, it, it's obviously cold, but you know, it's not quite hitting that mark, but it's still pretty impressive for a, for a fe- fev, pev, fev, <laughs> five and change thousand pound fev. <laughs> um, and like, and like combined, this thing's putting out like 510 horsepower, does zero to 60 in 5.1 seconds. Oh. That's pretty hmm. good for a big Luxembourg. I think that's the same as the V8 yeah. 580. Or marginally better. I'm not pretty close. Nearest makes no difference yeah. the same. Um, and Torquey, obviously. Obviously Torquey. Is it more expensive? Is it much more expensive? That's the better question. So you probably have a, have a better handle on the S580's, the gasser's price, because you did the compare with the 7. Yeah. This I one th- starts at 155.6. Okay, uh, so about the same. As tested, it's 176.400. That's, I think that's foot, almost exactly the same as the one yeah. I had. Like, it almost kind of makes more sense going for the plug-in hybrid. On a car Depends like this. Want. Like, <laughs> I, I would still do the V8 motor because it's a V8 motor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like, it's smooth and it's impressive and it sounds great. But that, that PF is a great powertrain. It's surprisingly good. But even, like, on a car like this, you take the, the V8 still? It's a big Benz. I want the big motor. <laughs> I actually agree with Nathan. Like, I, I love my weird flagships. I always have had my, my favorite segment has even before I could afford one or had ever owned one. My favorite uh, segment of car was always the large flagship sedan with a V8 engine. And I stopped liking Lexus LSs when they replaced the 4.6 V8 with the Turbo 6. Mm-hmm. I didn't right. care anymore. Um, I. Still, I I prefer the V8. I like yeah. the smoothness of a V8. It pairs so well with the dynamics and what you expect from that big sedan. That yeah, re- realistically, like Chrysler has done away with the Hemi for this Hurricane twin turbo inline six. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's great, but it's like there's something about the feel of a V8. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, and the noise of a V8 compared to anything a six can do, even with modern synthetics. And I think. Um, while everyone is kind of going towards small, this is it's it's like eights are being replaced with a six in the same way that six V sixes and I sixes were replaced almost universally with two liter turbo fours. Right. This mm. is that in that segment, and I'm I'm sure there are merits to it. It's not for me, and like Nathan, I'll yeah. have the five eighty and just like does you know the seven series, the new seven sixty. Mm-hmm. It's still the big V eight, yeah. It's still the big V eight. So the 4.4 twin turbo yeah. six, I mean eight, sorry, yeah. I, I, I'll have that. Yeah. Give me that. So the N63 V2 or three or whatever. It's, it's S68 now. It's a slightly detuned oh, version of okay. the MCOM motor. Okay, so I'll have that. <clears throat> yeah, Just give me that. That. Yeah. that was great. <laughs> yeah, so good. Hey, Emron, what what did you think of the uh, dynamic multi-contour seats? <laughs> <laughs> the what? I felt like I didn't consent to being touched that way. <laughs> um, so <laughs> so what is this the one that has a pelvic bolster? massage setting? No, okay. No, so <laughs> it the BMW does, did. Something did recently. It does have... It does have massage seats, but this one, uh, when you take a corner, it has the dynamic contour seats. Or whatever, the or bolsters, the yeah. Calls it. Oh, but yes, it, yes, yes. It kind of tilts out the bolsters. It, it's aggressive. To, yeah, you're turning right, then the left one. Yes. To, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to get, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so like, if... Well, we were out with this just now, it, Imran and I, and he was taking, like, you know, just 
like regular turns, regular left yeah. and right and turns. And it kicks and it out and jams in you. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's, it's a weird, weird sensation. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's I'm very aggressive. like a base diesel like E class that had this. Like this one of these things does not belong here. Yeah. Like, this, what are you doing? This started <laughs> in uh, actually I think the R class in like 2006 or seven. Yeah, and they used to call CLS it ABC and, like, or something. No, no, that's air body control. Oh, yeah. that's something. Uh, okay. But no, it was the I can't remember. It was called something, but it came out. But it was just like lumbar on the uh, on the bolsters would just start like punching outward, and it was a it's become a smoother system over the years. But um, it is interesting. I don't like it. Yeah. Interesting's a very polite term. For it's it. still, yeah. it's still, it's far too aggressive, and it feels like it shouldn't come on at speeds like below 50, it 60 like kilometers sh- an it, hour. It, it, it it's an answer to a question nobody was asking. Like, <laughs> fuck off. Especially, especially <laughs> in a car like like, like an S class. Like, you don't really need. Do you guys remember bolsters in that thing? When the new GLE came out in like 2019 or 20, Nick probably remembers. But uh, they had this thing where the you know when they made those the Benzes bounce on the air suspension. Oh, yeah, so yeah. so the cars that came with that feature also had a thing where it leans into curves. So when you had it turned on, let's say you're turning right, the okay. front right of the car would come down. So it's mm-hmm. almost like a motorcycle where it leans into corners. Okay. And it Jesus. and it, it was the weirdest. Yeah. Like it wasn't bad. It was actually like. Oh yeah, I get why they did this, and it was for uh, for like sportiness yeah, or okay. lens. Like but it's like a fucking GLE doing yeah. it. Yeah, it's not a. It's well, not... the bouncing was for quote unquote off road. Yeah, but that, that's a different. Con- that's yeah. that, I'm not even that's, going down that yeah, conversation because I distinctly remember the press launch for the GLE, and uh, there was a bunch of them, and it was through downtown Toronto, and we um, it was me. And our friends from Throttle House, uh, yeah. Thomas and James, and I want to say Sammy Hadrasad was with me, and the, and the, the four of us, there were like four GLEs driving down Yorkville bouncing. Avenue, all bouncing up oh, and down with the lights. It was the the funniest what shit. What rap video was that? <laughs> cool. But 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 no, uh, the the leaning into things. It's one of these things that's like okay, like I understand, like I understand the science behind why this the seat feature from on either side. Yeah, sure. But I don't. Uh, I've also been in like older S's where it's just like stuck out, so you get in and like the right side is already like <laughs> just, just jamming into you. you. So um, yeah. yeah, I think Nathan got it right. It's like uh, uh, an answer to a question nobody asked. Yeah, Imran, you, yeah. you you actually made made it. Made, you made another good point when we were out in it off camera. It doesn't have, it it doesn't have the option for a hyperscreen, and it's. All the better for it because you know this quote unquote base infotainment system, which you could also get in your EQS tester that you had yeah. like a couple weeks ago. Um, you don't feel like you're missing out, yeah, with so, the system. So, I actually with, asked with the basis, yeah. So, I actually asked you that question if the S class can be optioned with the hyperscreen at all. Um, and it can't, so I guess it's reserved for the electrics. And that's probably and the, uh, uh, that's arguably a good thing. Well, yeah. First of all, like let's be clear, it's a damn near ten thousand dollar option, yeah. uh, which is wild. Uh, yeah. No, what I appreciated on the S and the, I guess the uh, base infotainment on the electrics, yeah, um, is that yeah you don't feel like you're missing out on anything. It's not like there's a panel there that's just like I should have got this option and I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, it looks like that's the it way it was looks made. Better integrated. Yeah, and it's very clean. And that's the thing I noticed about the S class as well compared to like the EQE, where the yeah. EQE with the hyperscreen was very showy and 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 you know dare I say gimmicky in yeah. a way. Uh, and to be honest, I kind of liked it. Um, but the S class just felt again 
mature, classy. Yeah. Uh, like that interior was just nice. It's the right amount of screen. Put yeah. It that way. Yeah. Exactly. It's the right right amount of screen. It's the right amount of like bells and whistles too. Uh, the right amount of toys. My only my only complaint with it is the shiny black on the center console. That kind of cheapens the look for me. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, with like other Benzes, it's kind of tied to like it gets swapped out uh, depending on which which uh, which which wood trim uh, which veneer you you get. Yeah. But in the S class, it's all it's almost all all but one option. It's piano black. I'm ninety percent sure though that it's like real piano like lacquer, not just black plastic. And I, like that does add like a level of depth and niceness to it. So or the, at least in my experience, like, I despise the, the, piano black, the, but it felt look more legit to me. The problem is, is that we're it appears so, in everything. Yeah, we're yeah. so accustomed to like. Yeah, we cheap, assume it's the garbage because they, everything's the garbage because it's easy to make it look pretty. Yeah, now exactly pretty right. Yeah, and then. I don't know. I feel like an S class and would belong together. But that's but that's what the kids want. <laughs> the kids want the S kids class want ones? the glossy black because it looks swag, <laughs> and more lights because that's swag too, and bigger yeah. screens. It's all just more swag, more stuff, more shit. Put more shit in the car. More shit in the car. <laughs> David is getting into it again. Also, is there any like I? Oh God, I I feel like Mercedes does ambient light it still does ambient lighting very well and like the s class is no exception to that like it's such a vibe inside it it really is although i will give the nod to the eqe because it's a little bit more theatrical i um, feel like so in the eq cars i feel like having the ambient lighting kind of spanning along the dashboard yeah that is kind of a cheapy aliexpress kind of a thing because like you know those like those those LED tubes that you can buy yeah, often. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like I, and like Stuff a, it into the stuff, crevice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I kind of get that that sense with the EQ cars, but in the S-Class, it's actually well integrated, kind of tasteful looking, and yeah, I still so, like it. So I will say on the S-Class, again, it's the appropriate amount. Yeah. Like, it's like it's the yeah. right amount of ambient lighting. It's not boring like like some Volvos who literally have just like – a little white glow. Yeah. Um, it's the right amount. The EQE, I don't know, it felt, um, to me, it felt like what, I, I don't know, just, I felt first class cabin. I've never flown first class and I have no idea if it's anything like that, but um, sounds like we need to send you on a press trip. You fly first class on press? <laughs> no. 50 <laughs> 50. Really? I never have. It's All right. <laughs> Ugh, your auto, our auto journalist is showing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, don't know. I feel like it's way. like it's like it's. I feel like the S class is tasteful without overdoing it. Meanwhile, the EQ and the EQ cars, the e, the EQS are still still kind of like still kind of smack you over the head with like oh yeah, very like too much of everything. We are technology. Yeah, like, that's what the EQs are. But like you, but like you still have some sense of like some sense of class and a, some sort of reservation, some sort of like, still you get a sense of like understated elegance with cars like the S-Class. Oh, totally. Yeah. Which is clearly the ethos of that car that yeah. we're learning. That's yeah. understated elegance. So yeah, I guess Addy isn't, it isn't entirely full of shit. I'm glad I was right. And I knew I was right. So <laughs> screw you. <laughs> <laughs> 
It seems like you guys have something a little more special in S580 this week, though. I mean, we I do. saw something large and red yeah, it's, and it's, it's, loud it's, outside. It's red. It's a plug-in it's not, hybrid. It's another PA. Oh, I was, yeah. Yeah, right. I was talking about the Corolla hatch. I guess you're talking about the McLaren. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. The right. other plug-in yeah. hybrid we have so, this yeah, week. we have this McLaren yeah. Arturo. Yeah. Great um, winter car. Also a PHEV on green yeah. blades. Yeah. <laughs> 30 kilometers worth of electric. Ra- Holy shit, that thing is fast. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas, is this your first time driving a McLaren? Mm, no. Okay, what have you driven? Why did you have to think about it that hard? Uh, so remember, the, this is before... Because they all look the same? No, this is before <laughs> your guys' time, but Addy, do you remember the orange 720 that Oh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I yeah, took yeah. that for a boot. Boot? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. That In was, my previous uh, life. That was cool. Yeah. Um, but this one is... <sighs> So it's pretty rad. Here's where I'm at. <laughs> a lot of it's a, a lot of today's supercars. They kind of tend to filter out that bonkers nature, and they're kind of chasing more. They're, they're they feel more more refined, yeah. more, refined, more approachable. Yeah, yeah. They're they're more approachable. They're they're more they're kind of soft kind of easy to drive maybe too easy for 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 their own good but what really struck me about the artura is that you still feel things mm-hmm. like the, the steering wheel uh steering is very communicative yep um that's the cool. ride it yeah ride the last vehicles it still has like a hydraulic it, rack it, it does like yeah. they're yeah. super committed to this yeah for that i reason. i i absolutely love that i i i have to say that the steering is like probably my favorite part about that car yeah just you feel everything it's just so perfectly weighted and i just love hydraulic steering so much <laughs> um but nathan you were with me when we picked it up mm-hmm. um and we actually got to to, to talking about, about about like something interesting on the way back to the office does it feel special oh yes from where the you joke were sitting? um <laughs> Yeah, because we were joking about what are we going to talk about in the podcast, and I brought up, well, let's bring it back around to how is a BMW still better than this? <laughs> <laughs> and like, okay, because so, so the initial, so, 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 so like me sitting in the passenger seat, the initial bit was like, I thought the M3 CS felt more special, but like okay. you're not entirely full of shit with like some of your opinions with re- with regards to the M2 CS, ser- sorry, the M3 CS versus the. Uh, yeah, versus the like it had like the wilder seats. I think there was a I don't like I don't know. Like I don't fully believe that. I'm not going to say it felt 100 percent more. Special no, no, because no, it's not. It's a tarted up sports sedan, but it's a very good tarted up sports sedan. Yeah, um, the Artura. Like I wasn't in love with it at first blush, probably because I'm so cynical. Like I'm programmed to be like it's a supercar. I'm supposed to love it, so I'm not gonna. Right. <laughs> um, but no, it's actually like fucking super dope. Um, the engineering that went into that thing like nearly bankrupted the company. They tried so hard to do something different because every McLaren has been based yeah. on the MP412. Every single thing, yeah. same mm-hmm. engine, same chassis. And like, this is a wholly new platform. This is too. a wholly new platform. They're trying a lot of new shit, like blown aluminum body panels. All the wiring loom is gone in exchange for Ethernet cables because they're lighter and move more data. That's so cool. Uh, totally new powertrain. Like it's a super weird, like very low, wide, 120 degree V6 with a hot V setup. And like a super crazy light electric motor on it. Yeah. Um, like there's so much new tech that McLaren has tried to jam into this, and it's had the rockiest development. And like a friend of mine used to work for McLaren as a product specialist, 
details like of like the first few press launches for this thing at Laguna Seca. Like the car was delivered to the track for a press event the next morning, not working. Oh no. <laughs> Now, like it was working, it showed up not working. <laughs> they knew it wasn't working. Please figure it out <laughs> because they got it going because the British event. <laughs> and, like, and like a bunch of other first drives have had like similar ish issues, right? right. So they're still kind of working on it. Um, it's personality, but it's, it's so good. Yeah, it's like it does, it feels on and special all of the time. And it's, I like that because, yeah. because like you know, Imran, you drove. You, 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 you covered uh, that f- that blue four eight GTD yeah. on the podcast, and you did, did a story on it. So you're kind of the authority on like <laughs> supercars. As funny as it sounds, how easy was that four eight eight to drive? So I actually thought it was very easy to drive, yeah. and that's one of the things I commented in the article, saying yeah. that it's not scary. Yeah, um, but like this McLaren will would still scare you, like. In this weather, um, props to uh, props to McLaren for actually putting something on their press fleet in the winter with yeah. winter tires, no less. But like this will still like it's it's still kind of like scares you. <laughs> yeah, like it's I mean hard to make a direct comparison just because the weather was so different. Yeah, we really couldn't play with the car that much. Um, yeah, yeah, and we are responsible automotive journalists. Yeah. So yeah, we're grown-ups. Um, <laughs> but uh, but there is something that felt a little bit more raw. In the McLaren, yeah. and 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 to be honest, I think it's the steering more than anything. Yeah, like it's that the the one thing I did comment on the Ferrari as well is that the steering felt kind of numb. It felt like it was weighted nicely, but yeah, it didn't feel like it had a ton of feedback. Are they, are they yeah. still? Are they they're electric racks now? Yeah, they're electric. Mm. Yeah, whereas everyone's Ma- electric except McLaren. Yeah, I think. Don't hold me to that. Wow. Yeah. And the upcoming Amira or the Amira that's right. available now, um, but. Uh, yeah, immediately. Like as soon as you you we got out of the parking lot in the McLaren, you're just like, I feel things. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like immediately, like, like, like oh, thing. there's there's good bones here. Like yeah. this is this is yeah. good car. Yeah, and that's like it, as you guys know, like that's it's the connection. Yeah, to the yeah. Car, like, it's, right? It's like analog, it's, it's it's organic, and like given that it is a plug-in hybrid, and there is that like gas electric handover, yeah. and, mm-hmm. like all of the things that make hybrids awkward and weird, and they've tried so hard to dial it out and make it gone. Like, yeah. this thing doesn't do regenerative just, braking at all. Yeah, no. It doesn't. Yeah, it, I noticed it, that. It just has, like, steady drag on the motor yeah. instead of using brakes so that it feels more natural. They've tried so hard to get this, like, very modern, new-school, 21st-century supercar to feel like an analog machine that's organic and just right. Mm-hmm. And it's very impressive. Like so impressive. I'm, I'm really, it, it's good. It's so good. Yeah. It it it. Like the more you look at it, the more special it gets. Like you start unpacking <laughs> more details. Like oh, that's neat. Like that's that's kind of weird. That's neat though. Like like. Yeah. 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 Like you're like you were saying that the the I guess it's not a hood. It's not a trunk either. It's like, like, oh yeah, the, 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 the rear, rear clamshell. Yeah, it's so it's it, it's one piece. It's one huge, Giant incredibly piece. sinuous piece. Yeah. This is that like blown like so like blown plastic, but aluminum. Yeah. Like it's such an incredible, like just like little engineering things in here. There's so much to appreciate. It's a very nerdy car, but it doesn't drive nerdy. It 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 drives. It it just. It's so communicative, and I wasn't expecting that for a yeah. new. I was car. kind of expecting yeah. to be let down by this thing. Because new supercar and it's so good. I'm actually very impressed with it. When you guys picked it up, was the weather okay? No, it was garbage. Uh. It wasn't snowing. It was just like it was raining. 
was, was like wet yeah. snow at that point. Enough yeah. that like it's tempering everything. Like, be very careful. Yeah, be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I th- it's it does the thing where like I was touching on this earlier. Like old supercars suck to drive. They absolutely suck. Yeah. Except you're except when you're beating on it. Right. And this kind of has that old supercar feel where like it reminds you no it's always on it's like firm, yeah it's tight it's like heavy this, it's deliberate yeah it's, but it's m- modern enough they've softened the edges just enough yeah so as to keep the edge it still feels yeah. special it still feels like a driver's instrument but it's a usable instrument and i i and mclaren i don't know if you guys notice this but they do this thing where like they like slip the clutch quite a bit when you're when you're just like yeah, I know what you getting mean. moving. Yep. And to the point where actually if you like stab the throttle a little bit, like it'll it'll feel like, up, a, like it'll rev neutral. up a little yeah. and it'll um, it'll do yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they do that on purpose just to give it that more raw feeling to I it. Yeah. I don't know how and much... brake feel is better than in any car I've ever So the oh, brakes like, thing felt race car. really fucking weird. Because like, there's like this much tra- an inch of travel. I have mixed. So like Nick, you and I talked about this. I have mixed feelings about the brakes because like I think the pedal is like gauged perfectly. Yeah, perfectly. It just, yes. needs, it just needs to be two inches higher. Yeah, it feels yes, like, like, it like, feels like really when, when you're going yeah. down the stairs and you miss that last step, but there's <laughs> yeah. a ah, like this, you're expecting something to be there and it's not. That's um, do what you that mean gauged like. two inches higher and then go down? pushable to where it goes down to now or do you mean the same amount of travel which is there's like a barely an inch of travel there but just two inches higher either way i like i, I, think, I see i think the okay. pedal feels fine it's just yeah. too low i like i, I yeah, like i like okay, so, to be like i want right, it to fair. be there i want like give me a little bit of give before it starts working and when it starts mm-hmm. working it should be level with the throttle yeah. okay fine I, that that yeah. i have no real comment on but yeah. in, i was just gonna go in and say that the brake feel and this mclaren and every other uh, McLaren, I've driven. I, I think have I've tried sh- just about everything in their lineup. Have, have you driven the seven? Uh, sorry, the five seventy. Yes, I had a five seventy S Roadster and Coupe. So um, this is basically yeah, the 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 replacement to the five seventy. Yeah. Like, how does it feel compared to two way five seventy? Um, it's been a while, and I feel oh, okay. it's been two or three years since I drove mm. a five seventy. Um, I remember. Okay, so they all feel very similar. Yeah. Right, so there's a difference between like this line and like the line of on the 720, which is like the yeah, hyper, yeah. yeah, not even hyper, but like the one up. I can't remember the, the, what they call it, but like the LT, the 765 LT, or whatever. No, 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 no. They have like the, they have, they have like, like like the super series, super series, the sports series. series. Like a sports series Basically, it's like this series, is the yeah, entry series, and right. then they're whatever the 720, 765. That's they're the all super series. the super series, yeah. like one up. Those are like unreal. Like mm-hmm. the 720 is probably one of the most ridiculous, amazing, yeah. incredible, most capable cars I have ever driven in my life, objectively, bar none. That car is insane. Yeah. Um, this is great. Like, they're all great. It's been, it's, it's just been so long. It, and honestly, with the quick boot to uh, just one and a half kilometer around the block that I uh, tried this Artura um, in the crazy blizzard that's sitting outside <laughs> right now, kind of hard to tell. Right. Yeah. Um, like, I tried EV mode. It's EV modey. It's quite nice. It's quiet, yeah. and smooth. It, it doesn't do the whole spaceship soundtrack thing. You, you, you just get like raw it's, noise yeah, from the electric motor. I, I, I found it kind of like, yeah. whiny though. No, it I was like, like a high the, pitch kind of. You're whiny. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're no, you're not. I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, but I found like I like I was around forty kilometers an hour. I felt like there was like this high pitched, almost uncomfortable uh, that's whine. Because you're just hearing gear whine, and it's yeah, because there's no engine running. <laughs> I kind of like it. 
I like yeah, the lack I don't of like, spaceship. I, yeah, we don't need spaceship sounds yeah. on anything. It's like, so honest. I kind of like the gimmicky one in the Tycon. Like, I could go. It's cool. I can go both ways. In with a it. dedicated EV, I like it. Yeah. In a Fev, like, eh, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I completely agree. And even, yeah. um, yeah, like I don't, I, I, unless it's wicked, like in the Tycon, I don't need it. It's fine. It's it's sort of like yeah. synthetic noise in a car with an engine, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just give me the sound yeah. that the car comes with, and I'm yeah. fine with it, and yeah. I'll deal with it. The big thing with this Artura that I want to bring up, and I want like input from all y'all on this. So, this is not. It's a dumb thing to say. This is not terribly expensive. The car starts at two hundred seventy-six thousand Canadian. Yeah, oh, it's, it's so nine eleven turbo money. Bingo. That's a thing. So it's a yeah. case of like, do you want a nine eleven turbo? Which mm. I've not driven a turbo, but I've driven a bunch of fast base-ish nine elevens. Yeah, they don't feel special. They're very good. They're vastly They're better so cars. Vastly better cars. Okay, but like, okay. So I, I think I like I. I love 911s, but mm. to me, a modern 911 is a excellent daily. Excellent daily. Yes. It's, a, it's yeah. a grand guys tour. like yeah. us. I wouldn't even go as far as say grand tour. No. Because like my LC is a grand tour, and I'd rather have mm-hmm. that. It's more compliant mm-hmm. on the sure. highway. Mm-hmm. The 911 is, but like it, okay, again, I know I've I've never said this before on the podcast, but I'm gonna say it twice. 911 is one of the best cars to drive. Is one of the best drivers' cars yeah, too. I love them. 100%. Okay, like yeah. they're great. Um, I I had the I, I spent a little bit of time with a nine nine one point two turbo earlier this summer, and then I drove a nine nine one point two GT three, like with comfort seats and a manual. Yeah. And we had the we had not, we had, we had the, the GTS, 992 GTS. Yeah. I drove that for a night, and I'm like, okay, you know what? They're great, but I don't. Like I don't really want a modern 911 as a toy yeah. because to Nathan's point, they're not special enough. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. I recently had the chance to quickly try a Ferrari 296, and I thought that it felt special. Uh, Huracans feel special in performante trim. Like, but like I would say I feel the same way as I do about the 911 as I do for about like the R8. They're awesome, mm-hmm. but it's like the most dailyable, normal supercar. Right. And in every way, a 911 feels like a supercar, except for the flashy, crazy, holy shit looks, yeah. which arguably yeah. the R8 has. Yeah. Right? The R8 looks like a supercar, feels, but it's just, it's but normal. Like, but like, they're, they're almost a touch too sterile. Like yeah, no, I agree. thousand percent. And that's why it's not special to me as a toy. Yeah. I want my toys yeah. to be special and quirky wild and, and like quirky. Yeah, and yeah, there's, yeah there's an easy that's why we all have made. old shit. Yeah, right? yeah. that like yeah. a 911 Turbo would be an amazing only car, but yo, it's a three hundred thousand dollar car. It's no, you're right. Car. If, like, yeah. like a one car. Like, yeah. No, you're right. A a a one yeah. car solution. If you lived like if we lived in like L.A. and needed a one car solution, yeah. let's be realistic. None of us could deal with one car. Yeah. But if we did and we were single and just had one person and yeah. one car, a 911 GT3 uh, or even a, a turbo or a GTS yeah. with a stick would yeah. be a perfect forever yeah. one car solution. Yeah. These are not that. They're not being cross-shopped. Uh, you, you can't really drive an Artura all the time. Like, you could argue that you well, do, so, but so getting that, out's that, a bit that's of a bitch. That's McLaren's and, thing. Like, yeah. You can. This is a supercar you can use all the time. And like, but you yeah. won't. It, it's quite, well, that's the thing. You yeah. won't. You won't. You yeah. won't because you have another car for that. But right. you can drive this a lot. Yeah. Yes. This can be like your summer daily comfortable. Can't right. most new supercars be used like yeah, that? Yeah, I would think but, so. But, right, but yeah, then they can. But, but this one still feels more special. Exactly. But a Turbo you can drive every day. I'm not saying that. Yes, a Turbo can be driven every day. But yeah. it's not like as mm, as this. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It doesn't look as wild. It no. doesn't drive as wild. It's yeah. not as special yeah. in any like, way. Yeah, it rides nice enough. It drives nice. The visibility is good enough. Objectively, that it's like, the better car. 
Yeah. Uh, turbo you will drive it more. If you yeah. had one of the two, you're going to drive the turbo more. Yeah. But I would rather have the Artura. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. wild. It's a lot more special. It's more special. I'll buy an Artura and a, tw- and a 2007 328i like Imran's and drive it fucking <laughs> every right. day. You know right. what I mean? Do it. Sell your toys. Go. Let's do it. No, no, no. But <laughs> I'm saying, I guess, it, it, like, like if, if, the, if the option was buy a turbo and have that as your only, <laughs> only car, car or buy yeah. an Artura and have and spend 5K on a shitty beater, yeah. that's what you There you go. No, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Porsche guy through and through, and I do the same thing. Right? You'd have the Artura and yeah. cheap beater. Yeah. yeah. What about or, you? Or like, or, or, like, yeah, an Artura and, like, just a nice boat like your LS. Yeah, yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. is, but like, yeah. spend another like if you're spending yeah. two hundred seventy six thousand, you're not. You're realistically spending three hundred because yeah. you're gonna put at least an option on it, right? Yeah. So at three hundred, you can justify the other ten k for a boat like an LS or yeah. a ten k anything, right? Yeah, ten like, yeah. k will buy you like a eight year old Camry or an a Accord, Range Rover, a whatever uh, used Range Rover. <laughs> there you go. Now I don't okay. want to go anywhere. I was ever. just gonna say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> like, you, you really want, want two British cars <laughs> in your driveway? Like, don't you want to be able to go somewhere when the R doesn't work like I have a perpetual excuse to not go places <laughs> hey nathan can you come out no sorry the range Rover's no. broken what yeah. about the archer mm, okay, i see yeah it's too snowy but yeah, yeah. you're right I, so at 300 i'm just buying archer and anything else yeah um I'd, I'd rather not have the turbo i think diminishing returns on 911s because like even like a, a well-equipped 4s or an s or a t or a st or i mean i know i'm, I'm, I'm kidding about <laughs> right. the st but like there's there's they the difference between a 100K 911 or a 300K 911, I know is significant, but the base ones are already so fast and so good mm-hmm. now yeah. that like, I, I don't see anybody needing a turbo. Nobody needs a turbo. Yeah. Who gets into a GTS and goes like, yo, this ain't enough. That's the yeah, thing. Exactly, and if you yeah. want to track it, you go and get a GT3 for the same yeah, money. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? So like, who's the turbo and turbo S? I actually, last summer, I met a guy at a car meet. Okay. There's the, you I met was, a guy at a car meet. Yeah, so there's, there's oh, like, wow. Tell us more. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was there, and he was chatting with me about some, whatever I was driving. I can't remember. And I asked him what he's driving. He was driving like a 17 or 18 turbo, right? Yeah. And uh, it was a dry, sunny day. And he he, he closed the, he opened the, the hood to his, the frunk to his turbo. He pulled out a Porsche-branded cloth. Then he closed the, the frunk, wiped down the front end, uh-huh. and then put the cloth back away. And he's like, the car was spotless. Don't get me wrong. Okay. He's like, he's standing there cleaning it. And he's like, oh, I'm going to put it away for the winter. I have ceramic. So apparently you can PPF and then ceramic coat on top of the PPF. Yeah. That's what people do. Why? Anyway, regardless. He's like, <laughs> so I'm like, so, so this guy had some Normie daily and he's like, this is his toy. Great. Right. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get rid of this and probably get a turbo S of a similar year. And he's like, oh, do you go to the track? No. I just I just tool around. I mean that's great, right? Like ninety yeah, percent of people sure. that have sports cars don't go to the track like us. Fine, not I'm not judging. But like I asked him, like, so can I honestly ask you, like you're gonna spend fifty, sixty K to get out of this and into a turbo same S. Car. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And he also yeah. wanted the same color combo. Like right. just, I just want the S. I'm like as much as I'm an advocate against like like rebadging and fake badging this guy is prime uh, like candidate to just go out and buy an Literally, s logo yeah. like like just buy an s i'll like give me a sharpie i'll draw a really nice s beside the turbo right, you've got right. what you mean like, on, ship. you can do it yeah, but, like on yeah. the street on the street like this guy could do with yeah. a base carrera it'd be the same for he can't flex as hard 
Fair, like the turbos, <laughs> turbos are still you wide body, You can't tell right? people you have yeah. a turbo. It's still a wider body? Yeah. yeah, okay, so like aside from wide body and this and that, like yeah. it's, like, okay, but what do you need a tur- to get rid of your turbo and get a turbo S? So you can say you have a turbo S. And yeah, so you can talk about now you have a turbo S. I, I guess in. that's what it is yeah, because... Yeah, but then the dude, the GT3 Touring ro- rolls up and like, I have a GT3 Touring and it's like manual. basically debadged and it looks amazing and everyone yeah. looks like, that yeah, is like, cool. That is what people Yo, arguably so, care about. You met this guy at a car meet. Yep. Bingo! He was there just to talk about the fact that he has a turbo. And next That's year, <laughs> and next year we'll see him again at the with his turbo S. Yeah, I see. I see where you've gone with this. He's a flexi log. You're not wrong. Yeah, the thing is, if you have a if you have a 911 turbo and you're not dailing that as like your year rounder, yeah, like you're doing it, you're do. doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. my 14 R8 and I drove it every day. It's in yeah. the snow. I had winters. I That's drove the, the shit. They were like crazy yeah. offset, like terrible fitment. But like, <laughs> I was 25. Like whatever. And I and I, I drove this thing for two winters. It was great. It was like it, I didn't care, and it was I had the most fun I've had in in the winter. Like you don't buy a practical sports car. I don't know if you want to call the turbo a supercar, but like it's, performance it's, wise, it's, it is. It, yeah, mm-hmm. faster than most. Let's, let's not get into the pedantics. No, you're right. No, right. and like yeah. and yeah, the whole point of that car is that you can daily it, and if you if you want that kind of performance and you want that kind of sort of I guess prestige and yeah. like y- uniqueness, if you will. Then you get something like an Artura yeah. or, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like something that's just a lot more wild that, that you yeah. have to duck under to get into the doors mm-hmm. and you have to be careful, yeah. uh, you know, going over a speed bump. Like in a nine, in a turbo, you don't have to. Like exactly. they have yeah, enough you clearance. Per- like, you need to like give it to someone who doesn't know or care about cars and they can just use it to go to Costco and whatever. And it's it, it can be the most normal car. Yeah, and that's kind of it's. <clears throat> strength and in arguably in some cases it's weakness yeah. right like mm-hmm. uh, but like yeah i could give the keys to a turbo to my mom and she can go grocery shopping in it yeah in an artura yeah ex- exactly no yeah, yeah it's a little bit more more challenging in in a mclaren and, and that's why I, that that's what i like about uh the artura and that's where i kind of don't disagree with nathan like as much of a <laughs> as stupid as that argument was like like how is the m3 cs better mm-hmm. <laughs> it's i i like both cars because they're both kind of they're punishing. special and uncompromising like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're driver's instruments first yeah they're made to feel special first yeah everything else comes second more of that uh I just remember you reminded me, Nick, of the orange 720s from a few years ago. Yeah. One um, a fun anecdote about what about using a McLaren to do normal people things. I had gone straight from work, and my then fiance, now wife, and I had to had a meeting. We were planning a wedding at the time, mm-hmm. and I had to meet a wedding photographer. Oh, oh I, we all know yeah, the wedding was... industry is a bit of a you know it's a bit yeah, of a racket, right? Well. Um, and I did I didn't realize it. I didn't put it all together until mm. I was about five minutes. From where I had to be, I was driving a bright orange 720s mm-hmm. Spider, and I had to go meet a wedding photographer mm-hmm. and get a formal quote and nice. a proposal. The price triple. I parked it as far away <laughs> as I possibly could from the, from the place, and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There goes your negotiation power. Yep. yep. Th- thankfully, it was not seen. But there you go. You can't drive it everywhere. True. This would have been a True. great use of a cheap whatever 10k beater. Yep, yep. That's when you. It would have vanished yeah. in the parking lot. That's when you take the e the e the e ninety when you're meeting your wedding photographer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, how are we doing for time? We're doing good for time. Nathan, what do you got this week? So yeah, I wanted to bring up. I 
also have a uncompromising driver's machine this week <laughs> that oh. was slightly punishing and built for drivers first. The Alfa Romeo Tonali. Italian exotic. I oh. have mixed feelings about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, surface level, I actually really like it. I think it's really good. Yeah. Um, it's also bad. <laughs> We do this bit, like, we joke around where it's like, the car is bad and not good, or this car is good and also sweet. Like, whatever, yeah. right? This car is good and also kind of bad. Um, I think it looks good. It needs spacers desperately. Holy shit. Fitment's yeah. super gank. Although the is it cool. just w- winter fitment? I don't think it's winter fitment. No, I don't think so. There's like always 19s. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, so it needs spacers badly, but it looks good. The wheels are nice. Yeah. It needs a little more sidewall. Um, I'm just being pedantic. I like the styling. I love the spec on ours being like the nice, like, Mizano mm-hmm. blue or bright yeah. blue on silver wheels. I'm so over black wheels on oh, yeah, everything. Yeah. So yeah. it's nice with to see. Oh, colors and chrome and bright work. <laughs> oh. Lovely. Um, it's pretty. It's easy to see out of. I like the cabin. The way it's laid out is really nice. Um, it drives fucking wonderfully. I think like, yeah. for, like, a compact whatever commuter crossover thing. It has so much charm and personality and performance, and it kind of rotates. Yeah, like, it's very yeah. sporty. It handles great. Are you sure it's not just rotating because it, there's a snow. foot of snow on the ground outside? It rotated yesterday. Ah, very good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was, like, putzing around in it, and, like, I took it through a corner. Like, did the, did the rear end just do a thing? Yeah. <laughs> did, it, did it wake up? Did, was it alive? Oh, my God. I expected it to just, like, drag its ass around like every other boring front drive-based soapbox piece of shit. Um... Yeah, it, it drives really well. It's engaging. The trans is pretty good. The engine's lovely. It's quiet yeah. enough. Um, but but uh, driving position is typical Italian. The arms are way too far yeah. apart. Uh, legs are a little too close together. Visibility yeah. is only okay. Uh, there are no volume controls anywhere in the cabin except on the steering wheel. Um, no, there's a volume. No, there's a there's like a. Did you miss the rocker? Like yeah, the Italian flag or? rocker. No, it's no. So far off so, to the right side. So, okay, picture you're in the, you're staring at the, the, the you're, you're, infotainment you, thing. No, you're, you look lower. Shifter? Stare at the shifter. Okay. It's that little rocker knob thing. There's a rocker knob thing? Yeah, to the yeah. right, yeah. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? T- top right. That, really? That's the volume knob. So it's not the most intuitive layout. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I spent a while looking for this and could I spent not a, find it. I spent more than a few seconds then more time than I cared to admit trying to find the start button and then I realized oh shit it's Alpha on the way I, I did the same thing I did yeah. the yeah. same thing yeah. I was like where is it on the to the left of the steering wheel I was like, like what yeah the infotainment is good it looks good it operates well it's oh, so you can f- figure out it's yeah. well it's a little wonky um, I haven't been able mm. to figure out a few things I can't remember off the top of my head I had notes about this and I lost it um Things like the heated seats and stuff. So, like, I turned them on. I went to go somewhere. I navig- I set the navigation up. I went to the nav screen. I realized, like, oh, the the colors in the on the, the heated seat lines are usually red. They indicate they're on, and they're gray. Like, that's weird. Why are they gray? It must be some other bug. Because there was something else related to that that I noticed. Right. Yeah. I go into the screen to turn them back on. I <laughs> wish there were physical controls for that. Of course. Um, that's a bit of a mess, yeah. And they wouldn't turn on at all. And I had to turn the vented seat on and then off, and then the heated seats will work again. So, just so, just so, a little so, bugs. So I had, <laughs> I had, I yeah. was, it's soul. I yeah. was messing with the suspension button, mm-hmm. and it, it was so delayed on screen that like I pressed it five times because. Yeah. Oh, you gotta press and hold it. Huh? You gotta like yeah. press and hold it. Like no, not the dial, the oh. actual button. 
there's a suspension button in the middle. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so the thing is, is like I would press it, nothing mm. would happen, and then I'd press it again, and then it'd be like soft suspension active or something. But the light is like red now. Uh, so I'm oh. like, wait, that doesn't seem right. Uh-huh. So right I press it again, and then nothing's happening. Then I press it, and it's like soft suspension active. Uh-huh. So, oh, you got So then oh. I'm like, it's just very slow it's at like responding. Soft yeah, I remember what it was now. A big thing that bugged me driving in this morning. So like, I'm coming in. I'm on the highway. I go under an underpass, and it dims as it does an yeah. auto-dimming thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I come out, and it goes screaming crazy full bright, like way brighter than it was before. Oh. And then it calms down? No. Okay. And I couldn't turn it down. And the thing is, the little, like, the, the dimmer slider yeah, like, like on, on the lower click, dash click, 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 click. doesn't do anything. <laughs> anything. It doesn't go up or down. It does nothing. I was able to turn the main screen down, but the cluster was just screaming bright. <laughs> Wonderful. And then I go over, really? like, an overpass, and it would just almost turn off, go super dark, and then scream back up again. Is there like an auto mode that you can turn off? Their auto mode is screaming high. And there's no like like, light dark. I turned it, yes. And it works for the main screen, but not the cluster. So like, I really like it. It handles well. I think it needs to go back in the oven for a little bit, but they got a nice little souffle going on there. What What about the DNA controller? That's good. Yeah, wasn't all, I don't know. Like, what, I don't know what A does. Yeah, what is what is A? What do they stand for? I assume dynamic, normal, and something. I know Auto? on the on the all weather, but it's normal's think, already all weather. On the P have, I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah, on the P have that triggers the electric only mode. Mm-hmm. But this okay. isn't the P have. This is the gasser. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's bring it back around to like more practical things. So like you and I were talking about this yesterday, the price point on this thing. Sorry, Addy's got it. I have it, I have it. So dynamic for D, Mm -hmm. N for natural, and A for advanced efficiency. (laughs) That seems like a stretch. So that's basically, Uh that's what it says. Okay. Okay. That's all I've got. All right, fair. So so basically eco mode on the gasser, and from what I've read on the the FEV, FEV, uh, um, that triggers electric mode, but right. that's not what we have. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Um, yeah. So the thing, like, it's practical enough. Good cargo space. Rear seat rim's a little tight. Whatever. But it like drives well, rides well, handles well. It's yeah. reasonably comfortable. I think like <clears> the <throat> thing is like a couple software updates away from being good. Um, the price point's a little surprising. Price point is very surprising. Yeah. So weirdly, it's it's almost kind of a broken price scheme. So it starts at like forty eight seven, I think forty eight six, something like that. Okay. So it starts like kind of high, but then to get like the Veloce model that I have that has like I forget what, but like the bigger wheels, mm-hmm. right? And like surround view stuff, and I kept and Brembo brakes, yeah, like, red calipers, some other like yeah. nice things, mm-hmm. um, adaptive suspension, the big one, yeah, fifty hundred bucks more, fifteen hundred for like, all of that. It goes up to like fifty one grand. Yeah. So like it's, a no-brainer. Yeah, super no-brainer. And then like the tech pack, which adds like adaptive cruise and all that shit. Oh, which is broken. Uh, <laughs> so it is actually broken. It's yeah, broken. I saw one. I thought it was like... It's yeah. not just obscured, it's broken. I thought it was obscured because of the snow. <laughs> no, it's broken. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, little things. Got to go back in the oven. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, and like that pack is two grand. So this thing decked, loaded with every option, is like 54. And the base is 48. 48. So this yeah. is what... Like, this is the... It's not crazy money, That's actually. Not crazy. It's so, actually so the not. thing is, this puts it within spitting range of something like, say, a decked and loaded Mazda CX-50. That's what I was going to say. Can't you yeah. get, like, a CX-50 or even... Guys, the RAV4 Prime is $60,000. Yeah. 
I know that's like a P have this and that, but like yeah, and that's sixty thousand dollars for a Rav Four. Yeah, I'd rather have this. Yeah, and that's nowhere near as special or interesting. I think like the CX fifty or this <laughs> is like the closest competitorish because it is like sexy, like it's specifically yeah. designed to be sexy and feel nice, kind of like a luxury product and yeah. drivable. It's, it's designed to do the things that this Alpha is doing. Arguably more practical, but like the last CX fifty we had was like forty nine grand. Yeah, I think like the CX fifty. I'd say that first of all, I think it's a little bit bigger. It's a little bigger. This is yeah. kind of like between like a CX yeah. fifty and a CX. Yeah, and I think the interior quality is probably a little bit better on the CX fifty. <laughs> yes, that's kind of what. So that was what stuck with me uh, at first because I thought, okay, well, well, this is probably what sixty grand. The interior actually feels like surprisingly cheap. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of like hard touch, scratchy plastic, scratchy plastic. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like an alpha should. But then I, but then I, <laughs> but then 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 I realized I was like, holy shit, this is like just over fifty grand. Yeah, yeah, that's actually pretty that's, that's good. I thought this thing was gonna be eighty thousand dollars at fifty. Really? This yeah. thing is yeah. awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah no, right. Well, that's the thing. It drives. It actually drives. Yeah. Wonderful. Does, does this share its platform with the Maserati Grecale or no? Are no, they? It's they're not. It's no, the, the Dodge Hornet. Hornet. I know, I know yeah. that, but these two are not related anyway to the Grecale, are they? I don't believe so. No. No. Okay. Okay. I just I don't know. Yeah. No, the Grecale's rear bay. This is a front drive architecture, and I it's see. like, and it's like, like it's like mixed struts all around. Like it's a very yeah. basic economy car platform that they've done a world waking up. And is there a quadrifolio with. version coming? Not to my, I don't know. <laughs> That'd be kind of, that would be cool, eh? Because I, I didn't love the Stelvio when it first came out. You know, yeah, this car okay. lowered, like lowered an inch with like some bigger wheels would look. Yeah, yeah, That'd be cool. Yeah, no, I think I think they got like fix it, like the core. The core bones of what makes a car are there, and they're very good. It just mm -hmm. needs a little more polish, and it'll be a winner. I think they really actually that stuff sound pretty good here, and I hope they move a good amount of them, and I hope they work. I love <laughs> Alfa Romeo. I want them to work, and I hate like the meme of like, oh, it's an Italian car, or you were doing earlier British cars. Oh, yeah. oh it's not going to work because it's Italian. <laughs> but like, and it's then based this car, on the truth. But then this car is this broken and has this stupid bug. Like for fuck's sake, guys! Like please, we want you to win. They're so close to being there. I want it to work because the thing is lovely, like, yeah. surprisingly great to drive. It's a decent first start. Yeah, it just kind of misses the mark in a couple of areas. Just, just. I think at fifty four thousand dollars, I'm gonna be forgiving. Yeah, yeah, because like you can get get what like a decked X one or a GLA for like no, they're more 60. than fifty four. Yeah, that's the thing. They're sixty yeah, plus. They're close to 60. Yeah, I think and, so. Like, they're kind of uh, right. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're they're like okay, but like this is kind of the interesting choice. That being said, nobody is going to buy one. Nobody. No. No, nobody. I hope so. No, they won't. They won't no, because they're, Italian cars no. scared. Yep. <sighs> It's like why the so Julia sad. like demolished every single uh, like publication when it was new. The quadrifolio, yeah, yeah, yeah. great. There's yeah. nothing about, but those cars don't move. Like nobody actually yeah. has them. You know, like they're mm -hmm. great cars that nobody buys because yeah. everyone's like, you know what? It may be better than an M3, sexier than an M3, C63. This More engaging, that. They'll just rather yeah. have the M3, yeah. and I think I would too. It'll you know, like I appreciate those Blue cars. Burns. Uh, <laughs> Blue says says yeah, the BMW guy. <laughs> yeah, but like a yeah, but like I like old BMWs. Fair, fair. Yeah, but like a Julia is ostensibly positioned. A, Ju a Julia Quadrifoglio is a, is assessed is is in a much different position than a mainstream. Right, and what crossover. do and what do people who buy mainstream crossovers want? 
not quirkiness. They want the no. space to put their 18 strollers. They mm -hmm. want to make sure their car seats fit. They want to make sure the freaking Apple CarPlay and Android Auto works yeah. wirelessly yeah. perfect all the time. Yeah. They don't care if it looks like everybody has a normal 2-liter naturally aspirated CVT fucking whatever normie crossover. Unfortunately, it's the truth. Yeah, it, it is. And I think like this this has the core tenants down. It just needs to be polished off. I think like in, in comparison to some like an X1 or a GLA, this is like a hands down winner. It's just a matter of like just fuck just get it right please mm -hmm. get it right this is so good yeah yeah like it has personality and i like that like how did the fiat 500x go exactly <laughs> <laughs> do they still make that no i see carry on yeah i don't think it's much more to carry on about we're pretty much out of time no, yeah that pretty much takes us to the end of our episode uh thank you all for tuning in anyway thanks for listening guys catch you next week bye bye